Hey y'all, welcome back, welcome back. I'm literally like setting up everything while I am um, already pressed record. Anyway, welcome back. This is your host with the most, Jen Sinclair. And I am the host of the podcast. <laughs> I hope this helps. Um, it sounds like I'm happy. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, what's today? Sunday. Um, sitting in front of my fireplace. I should put on like, whenever I put my fireplace on, I should put on the fireplace noises, like the crackling, because my fireplace is a heater with a display. So it looks like a fireplace, but it's just a heater. But it's really cute. And I talk about it all the time. Um, <laughs> but um, updates, updates. Um, I have gone to the gym twice already, um, which is not a lot because, what, it's nine days? Going to the gym twice in nine days. I mean, I, I, I do have cramps now, so that stopped me from going today. But I would have went today. Um, I have had, I've had my yoga mat on the floor since maybe about 12 o'clock and I have yet to do one crunch, but I did a lot of them yesterday. Um, and it did help me with my cramps whenever, and as time goes on, I'll be able to work out when I do have cramps, but for now it's good. This is just how it is, but I'm glad I did go to the gym yesterday. Um, the target was arms and tummy. And just building back up, like, my comfortability in the gym. I'm still kind of awkward. Like, every time I, I walk around, I, it looks like I don't know what's going on, but I do. I'm just trying to find my flow, you know? Like, now if I walk back into a New York sports club, I know where to go. I know my flow. Like, I know, like, no one cannot tell me that I haven't been there before. But I'm at Blink right now, just for right now, because um, it's closer, it's convenient. Um... You know, I'm just trying to get back into the swing of things. I'm adding something else to my daily routine. Before it was just get up, go to work, come home. Now it's get up, go to work, go to the gym. So once I get all of that situated, or I might even wait until it gets lighter outside. I'm going to see. But I have a little over a month to decide before. Or maybe by the end of the month, I'll decide if I cancel Blink and then go back to, um, what's that place called? New Year's Club. And then I also have to buy my ticket. Not my ticket, my seat for um, Soul Cycle because I'm, go- I'm going back to that as well. I used to do, I used to do it all. I was, go- I was doing New York Sports Club, Soul Cycle, and Row NYC. It's like a rowing, rowing class. I did that like once or twice. Um, but it was, but I did, I was doing everything. Like I was doing it all, bro. Like no one could tell me that my lifestyle was just like <laughs> gym tan laundry. Well, <laughs> well, everything besides. Maybe gym food laundry, because <laughs> I don't need to tan. Um, but what else? Oh, so yeah, that's, well, that's, that's the gym update. The, no, the next update is that home decor, this home project I got going on is starting. Um, I, I'm looking at my apartment right now. I like the way that it's coming together. Even though nothing is like decorated like really cute yet, but my new dining table is here. And I did get like that bench style. So it's like a table with two benches on the side. I prefer that. Um, I would say do Wayfair, y'all. Do Wayfair. Don't do Ikea. Like, I don't know. I mean, unless you're a handyman or you, you got a man in the house, do Ikea. But one thing I know about Ikea versus Wayfair is that Ikea just be giving you screws and then they, they do the holes. So, like, the holes, they'll, they'll put in the holes first in the table before they measure the screws. And then you put in the screws in and then it has to connect with this weird metal piece. Nothing fits. It's like throwing a hot dog in a hallway. It's like, I don't understand. And then versus, versus Way, Wayfair, Wayfair, you know, 
you may have to force some things in, screw some things in, but everything makes sense. Like, if I do Wayfair, I can build it myself, you know what I mean? Or I can get, like, me and my friend, we can sit and do it and chill. It's nothing too tedious. But I had to glue together my Ikea table. Glue, I had to, like, use, like, monkey glue. And then finally it fell, and I, was, I just felt like that was God's way of saying, like, no. You mess. God, I feel like that was God's way of saying, like, you know how people say spend all the money on something now because if not, it will be, it will be more costly to you later? It's true. And what that essentially means is if you don't put the money in, put all the money in to get something that's quality before, if not, then you have to pay for one thing and then pay for the quality item later. So that's why people say, like, you're going to like, it, it, you know, just do it now or it's going to cost you more later. And it's true. Luckily, the table for my kid was only one hundred dollars and my new table is like three, maybe close to three or three something. But nonetheless, it's way better and I'm happy. So I'm glad that I got over that hump. And we're moving on. Um, my next project will be like, honestly, just cleaning up. I'm going away to Texas this weekend, uh, the th- weekend of the 15th. And I need to tidy up and, you know, just get my house, you know, straight. Because my official, like, like my official week, like full week back to school is next week after whatever holiday that is next Monday. And that's, not even, that's still not even a full week, but it's going to be more days because this week coming up. Monday, Tuesday, we're virtual. Wednesday, I'm at jury duty. Thursday and Friday, I'm at work, but it's like two days, you know. So, and then we get another three-day weekend, which is great. My next break isn't until February. That midwinter recess break, and I'm excited for that as well. But, yeah, and then March. March, we know there's no holidays, no breaks, right? So, yeah. it's a lot of things I'm excited, excited for. It's just that in order to, like, get to those, those events and to get, you know, to the other side, I have to go to work and pass the time, <laughs> but I don't want to do that. I kind of just want to like, you know, enjoy the rest of my Sunday and then jump to my next break. Like, I don't want to work, um, but I'm grateful to have something that can, that I could afford all of my needs and silliness. <laughs> um, aside from that, I am very much still single, um, but I am, however, ready to mingle. I am ready to mingle. But again, not at the cost of my peace. Like, I don't care. Like, and it, it, it's, taking, it's taking me longer. It seems like I'm not interested in anyone. And right now, I'm not. However, however, what I'm going to do to kind of send out those vibes and pot like that, you know, kind of manifest, you know, a, a surge in my dating life is by just getting myself together, you know? I'm going to go to the dentist first. I'm going to get a physical exam first. I'm going to maybe, you know, get a trim um, or a dust because if I get a trim, my hair will be back into a bob and I want to let it grow out. But I do want to maintain trimmings or dustings, which is like less hair than a trim so that it can just, you know, so I won't have to keep doing these big chops because when y'all be seeing me with these bobs, it's not really a bob. It's, oh, whenever you see me with a bob, please know that it's, oh, Geneva forgot to cut her hair all year and now she has to cut off all of her hair because she didn't, you know, get a trim or she didn't, you know, I don't, I just do whatever. I haven't washed my hair since my birthday. <laughs> I'm lying. I co-washed it. Like I, I, like I did like a conditioner and I washed it out, but I haven't like touched it since. Um, because every time I attempt, every time I'm about to like do something to it, it's like, okay, there's no need. I can do it myself. But then 
by the time I get to do it myself, it's like, oh, well, you might as well wait because you're about to go away. And there's no point in you doing your hair five, like getting the washing set a week before you go away where you could just wait the day before you leave, you know? Because washing sets, you know, like you want to kind of get that like when you need it. There's no need to rush it like where you could just go to the hair salon after work and get your hair washed, right? But yeah, that's why I be having bobs. It's not because I want a bob. It's because I have to get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just taking care of myself, making sure my teeth are, you know, as try to get them a bit better than they are right now. If, if someone graded my teeth, they'll probably give me like a C minus. I want to get it to like a B minus. Um, what else? I want to take care of the, the inside of my body. Um, deep, like just, I want to find natural ways. Well, not just natural ways to detox, but natural effective ways to detox. Because sometimes I feel like we drink all these things and it's just like, it don't really do nothing. All it do is just remind us of how hungry we are. And then we still go get, you know, we still grab a burger. We still go grab, you know, some chicken or whatever. Today I did have, um, what's the, well, yeah, what's the near food? I had rasta pasta, jerk wings, and, um, yams from, uh, what's that place called? Flavors. I did want some vegetable, but the only vegetable they had was okra. So I usually get cabbage, but I got the two, I got the two sides that are getting three. Next time I'm going to get three sides. Or I'm going to get yams and cabbage. Um, but I have been better in terms of just, like, I was going to get a seafood boil. And I was like, you know what? No, do not get a seafood boil. Just get you, you know, a nice, like, I have, like, and what, one thing I like about the West Indian spot that I order from, it's a lot. Of, it's a, you can go back at least a good, at least a good two or three servings, you know? So I did one serving, made sure my serving was, like, half the size of the plate. Like, I was able to, like, I'm able to, like, put a circle around my food, you know, just to kind of measure and say, okay, this is enough food. I try to do like the amount of the size of my hand, basically. Um, like your chicken, they said it's supposed to be the size of your palm. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you can look at just, you know, to kind of, cause you know, they said that plates, plates in America are big. Compa- they said that, that's why when a lot of us, we go out the country, we travel, we look at the size of the, we look at the amount of the food, we're just like, what the hell? Like, what is this? Or we feel like we're being robbed, but it's just like, no, like our plates in America are just huge. And they tell us that we have an obesity problem. But it's just like, well, I was just filling up my plate, right? Man. Anyway, um, I did start packing just because I'm a hot mess. And if I don't start packing now or even start to, like, think about the things I need to. Because you know what it is? We're packing for me. Even though we're just going there for 24 hours. It's like one of, it's like a, one of those things. We were like, oh, let's go. to let's, We should plan a trip and just be there for, like, a day. So that happened. We, we said it. And then all of a sudden now it's here. So, um Time is going by very slow, but still very fast. But one thing about packing with a Dutch for me, it shows me what I need. Because you know how you go to the you go to the store, supermarket before you look in your fridge, and you come back and you bought everything that you already had. It's kind of like that for me. So it's like if I pack now, I see what I don't have. Like okay, I need lashes, or I need, I need a new pair of earrings, or I need a necklace. Like it just kind of helps me to cur- curate that list. And then now I have a list of things that I don't have in, in my bag. Um, so now all week I can spend time running around and getting those things. Um, what else, what else, what else? So the other night, my homeboy called me. It was probably like one, two o'clock in the morning. He's random like that. But I, but I love, I love it. <laughs> but the next time he calls me, I'm not going to answer because he only calls me when he want to talk. It's never, when I want to talk is, is the issue. So we're going to put it into that. And I'm dead serious. Like, that's not okay. But when he does call, um, I am really excited and he lives in LA 
he called me and we was we were, yo when we told that's another thing too we told we had good conversation right now i'm eating a subway cookie and um we he said something and i said oh my gosh that is going to be my topic for my podcast and i totally forgot i should have text i should have like texted to myself so this way when i woke up or whenever like now i can look at it and see man i didn't do that so now i have no idea <laughs> but i knew we were talking about I know one point point of the conversation we were talking about our like you know just our appearance being perceived and how we feel like we look and stuff like that and he was being very very honest about his body and how he feels that he looks like because I was telling him I was like yo I feel big I mean I feel like a man in my body like so I never feel dainty like I don't feel prissy like I just feel like a big man like and a lot of times it's like don't get me wrong I'm put on, I'm gonna put on a look I'm going to give you a look because I have to, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's like, how much longer am I going to be the tallest one out of my friends? Like, like, it's like, I'm just like, <laughs> and then people tell me, and then when I, and then when I say stuff like that, people tell me like outside of my friend group, they tell me I'm not that big. Like, they're like, you're, you're, yeah, like you five, seven. Okay. But you're not that tall. Like whenever I'm, even if I'm about to go like on a blind, not a blind date, but like, uh, hinge date or bumble they don't matter like when I finally meet the people because sometimes I do it for friends like you can you can go on uh those online I mean the dating apps but you can switch it over for friends and when I'm like I say oh just a heads up guys I'm like six foot when I tell them I'm real height and then when they get there they're like I thought you said you were tall I'm just like I am like (laughs) like like I'm just like I always felt like a big monster but I've we've talked about this like in other podcasts stuff like that but he was sharing how he said, you know, half of it is true, but the other half is really only your head. So he was like, yes, you might feel like a man. He said, like, yes, you may be tall and maybe tall only your friends. And you might feel like a man, but you don't look like a man. So I was just like, okay, so that means it's all in my mind, but how do I get past that, you know? And he was talking about himself. He was just like, listen, sometimes, like, he's like, I know my body type. Just then the third, and he was explaining his body type, and he was just like, you know, a lot of times I feel like when I'm around men, you know, I do feel smaller, but he's not short. Like, he's taller than me. I mean, once I put heels on, I'm taller than everybody, right? It'd be dudes who are like six feet, and I'm like looking at them in the eye. Because <laughs> I wear four inch heels. If you wear four, 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 four 4.5 inch heels, I go from 5'7 to 5'11. Hello? So, but is he really short? No, I think he's a nice height, actually. And he gets a lot of, you know, he gets a lot of attention from women. And sometimes he feels like he's like, okay, what do y'all see? Because this is how I feel, but y'all come towards me or y'all, you know, give me the energy. Like, I'm some, you know, six foot five nigga. Like, you know, y'all make me, you know, it's like a confidence boost. And I was like, wow. Like, it just felt, for me, at the end of that conversation, it just felt really nice. So not only, yeah, he gave me compliments about, like, how I felt about myself, but it was just nice to know that, like, because I do this podcast so that other people don't feel about themselves, because I know that feeling. But it's like, I really have people that check in on me or, you know, because I may have something nice to say in my mind or in my heart, and I know it will help somebody else. But when someone can give me encouraging words or, you know, tell me that things aren't as bad or, you know... You look great, just maintain your weight. Oh, just whatever whatever it is. Like, it just definitely helps me out because it's like, okay, 
you know, I give, 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 whether it's through my time, whether it's money or whether it's, you know, whatever it is in my head, resource, whatever it is. And um, just to get some, like, be poured back into it, just give, like, even if it's just a compliment, like, people tell me I have nice skin, and that really goes a long way with me, you know? That's, like, a big deal to me. Like, I never cared about a big butt or anything like that. It was really just my hair and my face that I really had to, like, because I was like, you know, when it comes to, like, I'm not saying if you have a big butt or if you have a nice shape that that means that you're stupid or you don't, you know, whatever. But I will say that not being the go-to physically, like, bodies-wise, helped me to kind of, and then also being dark-skinned and tall. I would say being dark-skinned and tall, I had to kind of develop a sense of humor and, you know, the first thing, and then, but then also being dark-skinned and tall, but then kind of cute. And then with hair, it's like, okay, I have to have thick skin because I, you know, I think I look great, but there's going to be somebody who's going to bring up something that I, sh- that they feel like I should be insecure about, like my skin tone or my height. And it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be prepared for stuff like that. So, you know, that's where my humorous side comes from. I wanted to just beat people to the, to the punch or whatever joke they had. Like, and then half of that, I don't care. Like in the sense of like, uh, and like I said, like I shared before, a lot of people that talk about me, they didn't really have much, you know, going on, you know? So it's like, it took, it takes a lot of someone not to like me. Like, that I mean, you have to go out your way. Cause it's like, who's thinking about me? Like, like, why do you not like me? Cause like, it was, it's just, yeah. Being a young adult is like mad hard, bro. I would definitely say like the hardest part of my life was like 16 to to 24 those eight years was like where I learned where when I lost the most but I learned the most I definitely will say because lessons was coming at me left and right like I felt like every day was a lesson I'm just like yo <laughs> when can I get your break like when is life gonna sell like remember like when in insecure when Easter Ray was like Yo, can we skip to the good part? Like, when everything's okay, you know? That was me. Like, I would say 16, I would say maybe, okay, 16, 17, 18, things was just changing in my life. But I would say 20 to 24, it was constant changes. But 20 to 24 is where, like, <sighs> like, I'm not going to sit here and say that you should have everything out fig- figured out in your 20s, because that's a lie. There's people in their 30s who don't have it figured out and they either figure it out, you know, and then people in their 40s who say there's certain things that I still don't know and want to learn or what, you know what I mean? Like, you're always going to be dumb and, and young to someone else. Like, people, people in their late 30s are looking at me like, oh, you have all the time in the world. People in their 40s looking at people in their 30s like, you're just fine, you know? Like, so that's always going to happen. But one thing I will say is to try to do, I mean, I don't know. I feel like anyone who listens to my podcast is probably like around my age. But I will just say that, like, looking back, if I had to tell somebody who's younger, like, I have a best friend from high school, and she has a younger sister. If I could just tell her, someone like her who's, like, 19 or 20, like, listen, live life for you. And you think you are, because at that age, you think that, you think that, okay, you, you think that a part of you is, okay, I like this boy that's living if I if I'm with him then I'm living for myself because if he's what I want and that's what I want to do is be with him you know or like 
whatever it is that can kind of like, or this girl that's in your face, you know, you know, all the time or whatever it is, just because you may want it doesn't mean that it's for you. Um, and that could be with a person or just like things that you, you know, want, like materialistic things. That's one. Two, I would say is like, be selfish, be selfish, be selfish with your time, with your money, um, with your energy. And by energy, I mean like, if there's a friend that you have, even now, if there's a friend that you have, who it just feels like you either get a whole bunch of anxiety when you're talking to them. You feel like you're either always walking on eggshells or you feel like you just never know when they're going to just ghost you or when things are just going to turn up again. It's just very unsteady. You know, start to separate yourself from those people. Also, identify stagnant. Stagnant mindsets. Stagnant, you know, way of living. Like, there's some people who you talk to them and it's just like, that's what you still on? Like, that's like, and I'm not saying that, oh, we should, we should be talking about taxes and buying a house either. Because there's some people who would make it seem like that's all they talk about all day. And that's not true. But it's like, you still, like, and it'd it, it be people who, like, bring up things from, the, from your past. And it may not be something, like, bad. But it's just like, I don't even, I'm, I don't even associate myself with that person that you're talking about. Like, even though you're talking about me, it's just like, it's just like, and <laughs> the gag is... <laughs> the gag is always like people who used to do that to me I used to be like listen I used to just take it I used to take the L because I'm like one I can't fight so and that's one two I know all your business including your mom's business your father's business I know why your father's not in your life I know why your mom is the way she is I know why you don't have any money I know what happens to your grandmother and this and the third your sister and all that stuff but I can't fight so I can't spill the tea the way I be wanting to because <laughs> Like, people would really come after me. But that's one thing you have to just kind of, like... that. But that's what kind of helped me to kind of move past the situation. Because whenever somebody said something to me that was crazy, I would go to my family and I'd be like, oh, this and the third. And my aunt would be like, but his sister, this and the third, or her brother, this and the third, she got this, her mother got this, the daddy ain't around because of this, they live in here, so how can they have the time to talk about you? Like, so it was just always like a, oh... You know, they always, they always put me in that mindset of I'm too blessed to be stressed or I got so much going on to, to or me just even knowing that is enough. And they should be scared kind of in a way because it's like, OK, I know your business. You know who my not who my family is. It doesn't matter. Like, you know who I talk to family, not family, but like I'm just using that as an example. But it's just like, you know, you know, you, you know who you see me around. And when I was younger, a lot of times, a lot, most of my friends were always older. This was like the first time in my life where I have friends who, like a lot of friends who were like two or three years younger than me. Um, and I'm like one of the older people in the group. But with my friends, like from high school and stuff, I'm like one of the youngest people. So <laughs> I feel better there. But growing up, I had like a lot of older friends. I had friends who were, when I was like 21, 22, I had friends who were close to 30. Um, or in their thirties who used to put me on and stuff and, or just vent to me. And then through their venting and stuff like that, I learned a lot. And I was just like, okay, well, it, it doesn't seem like I have to be so worried, uh, mouthy and, you know, pop off or whatever, because it's like, I feel better. You saying whatever you about to say about me is just for you. Like you need that because at the end of the day, we all, well, I know, and you know, well, even if you don't know that I know what's really going on in your life. And this is like the one thing that you have, you know? 
but that was when I was younger. That's something that stuff like that don't happen happen to me as much. Um, because like a lot of like weird social situations and intera- interactions, because I just don't show, I don't go. Like, I just don't go. Like before, like when you when, remember, like think back to your early twenties, how you was always somewhere where you didn't like somebody. Why is that in our early twenties and in, in late, late high school, early twenties, you was always somewhere and somebody else was there that you didn't like. And you, you always had to go through hoops, mental gymnastics, just to figure out how you're going to approach the person if you had to or how they're going to approach you, what you're going to do when you're ready to approach or when they're ready to approach you, like all that stuff. It was always somebody around who I'm just like, oh, okay, really, I can really do without this person being here. But I really feel that way now. And if, and if I am invited to something and I feel like there's people there that I don't want to hang out with, I'm just not going to go. And I remember... It was the feeling of wanting to be outside more than I actually wanted to be with the people that I was with, you know? Because it's okay. I don't really care for y'all, but I'm going to go because I want to be outside. You know, I want to have, have fun. I'm going to have fun regardless. But now it's like one thing I could definitely say about being 26, 27 is like you don't have to do, you don't have to do with none of that. Like you legit just be and go where you want to. Like my friend, we were younger, but she said that she was like, listen, she was like, I always say I'm going somewhere last. Like. For example, she said, for example, she's a driver, so this is a little different, but she was just like, everybody would plan something, right? And I'll say, okay, I'll let you guys know. And then the day of, or the day before, I'll be like, okay, I'm coming. But by that point, everybody already has their ride, they already know how they're going, to stand the third. So that this way, when I pull up, I'm pulling up by myself, and I leave when I want, because I, have, like, cause I don't have to see nobody else home. If you don't see somebody else home, you gotta wait till they want to leave, you know? Man, when she said that, I was dying. But it's so true. And it's kind of the same way. I'm not a driver, but it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, I'm going to go, probably show by myself, and I'm going to leave. Like, I got my own way home. I can take an Uber. I can take a train. I can take whatever. Like, it don't matter. Like, I'm going to show up to where I want to be. And that's, like, one of the best things about being older. You put, you put, your com- you put yourself and your comfortability over wanting to be outside. And that was like one of, probably one of the best things that's happened in my 20s is I no longer have FOMO. Um, well, FOMO's been gone for me, I think, ever since I turned 26, 27. It's just things just started to kind of like not matter. Certain things just don't matter anymore. And there's things that I stress about now that I didn't stress about then and vice versa. When I'm just like, yo, I can't believe I used to think that that was this serious. Like, But, um... Yeah, that was a little spiel. Don't know where that came from. But let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay, so I recorded about five minutes worth of content just now, and I need to start putting my phone on airplane mode. But if you have an iPhone, I think it will still ring. I have to test that out, but it erased all of that. But it's totally fine because it was someone who I wanted to call, and I'm even more happier now. But besides all that... Um, don't you just love my little ad reads? <laughs> so cute. Um, I did it because, you know, it was, it was, of course, it's, <laughs> if you're on Anchor, they give it to you once I think you hit like a certain amount of follow- listens or whatever. And then, um, once I get to a certain, like my CPM goes up and stuff like that, then I get paid for the ad read. So I'm nowhere close to getting paid, but <laughs> I just did it because. In my eyes, it was me manifesting to this becoming a bigger thing, right? But anyway, 
So last week we talked about discernment and like I said, you know, as you get older, it's almost like you collect infinity stones or you're collecting like wisdom and all these things. And one thing that's, that's big for me, I had discernment for most of my life, but now in my dating life, it's kind of, it's kind of, it kind of trickled into there too. And I think I mentioned this before, but, um, now it's like, there's a lot of time that I save a lot of time. I save a lot of time and I spend a lot of time alone, which is great. I, I would have, this would have never been me like seven years ago, seven years ago. What me being, I would have been, I would have went mad like FOMO. Oh my gosh. My FOMO was so bad. So, and like I said, I cared more about going outside than who I was around. And now that I'm at that point in my life where I make enough money to do things by myself, I don't have to fall behind somebody else because they either got something that I don't have or whatever. And of course there's more, always more money to be made, but, um, you know, I preserve a lot of free time for me. And through that, I, during those times, I'm not just sitting around, but I reflect, you know, and I think about things. And one of the things that I think about is my type of person that I like to be with um, and how those people all have the same thing. So if you say, okay, what's your type? I would say, okay, somebody who, okay. And you know, honestly, you know, honestly too, another thing Somebody asked me my type, I really can't tell them. I can't tell you. And I'm no longer going to. So that's one thing I'm definitely going to take into my, you know, next thing, situation. Well, I don't want to say situation because I don't want a situation shit. But in my next relationship um, or dating exclusively, whatever, um, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to put all my cards on the table. I'm not. They ask me, okay, what you looking for? I'm like, I don't know when I see it. <laughs> Hello? Would you bring to the table um, a napkin and silverware? <laughs> Hello? Um, so, yeah, I'm really going to I'm really going to dig deep into my dark femininity and my sensual and mysterious side. Um, but other than that, I'm looking to just make memories and friends like. I want different people in my life now. Like, and I'm not saying that, I mean, I don't know. But I'm, I want different people. Like, when I say different people, I mean, I want people from, like, I, want, I have, like, a lot of black and then a lot of black West Indian friends in my life. So we have a certain worldview, you know, which is comfortable and which is, which is great because we've, we've worked on our friendships. we worked on ourselves. we worked toward, and there's certain things that we let go of, you know. A lot of my friends... We were, we, brought up, we were brought up in the church, and we were Pentecostal. And, you know, if you're West Indian Pentecostal, yeah, you know how that is. There's a lot of views that we kind of shed, you know. And I'm not saying that we twist the Bible or we twist things to fit our life, but it was just a lot of things where there was a time in my life if I was like, oh, I slipped up a set of curse word, that hell would literally open up and consume me. You know, that's how we were taught. I'm not saying that I've cursed freely now, no, but there's times where I slip up. Like, like I'd be like, oh, shh. And I look at my mom and I'm like, oh, I don't curse in front of my mom. And I don't curse really like that either. But, you know, it was just a lot of things growing up that we had to kind of overcome. And we just noticed, okay, like that probably fits these people, but not, it doesn't fit our lifestyle. Or, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like it never really did. Um, like the whole, like one thing I'm just so glad that like women are just past is like, I didn't realize that, okay, yes, dating is hard. So my parents is all the time. Dating is hard. My mom, she understands it. My dad, not so much. But it's hard. And, but what, what makes it even harder is that women, we don't need men. Cause I realized I'm like, Hey, 
do I want love? Yes. Am I looking for love? Yes. If a guy is talking to me and we haven't, you know, or if someone's talking to me and we're having a conversation and it's going, you know, on a, you know, it's appropriate. It's going a certain way. I could tell that we're flirting, but it's, you know, whatever. That's cool. But it's like. One, one, one thing I can say is that with, with certain men, I could look at them and tell, like, no matter what facade. Cause, OK, let's, let me give you an example. Before my type used to be. Okay, yeah, tall, sure, whatever. But then you have to be kind of like artistic, so then you have to be a singer, or you have to you have to be able to do something artistic or creative. Like you have to have like some sort of outlet. Maybe you do poetry slams, maybe you a singer, maybe you rap. Like it just has to be something else to you. Like I like three dimensional people. Um, you know, you have to dress a certain way. Cause that was that was like my that was my thing. I was like, oh, okay, he got on he got on Brooks Brothers. He's wearing a gilet. Like a gilet is. A, a lining insert that you put into a jacket. He's wearing Kohan's shoes, you know, or Aldo, or like, or whatever. Like that, that, that used to turn me on when I was younger, and that used to be that's be it. Oh, and like it, it came to a point where if <laughs> one of the beauties of friendship, especially like in women, like your friendship with girls and black friendship, black womanhood, is like. I don't know why people do this. Maybe they do. But we, the names that we come up with to describe people, whether it's a girl we're talking about, like, oh, you know, a girl that we don't like or a guy that we like or what have you, we give them names. It's been times where I was literally talking about the person in their face but because they did not know their, their nickname. They had no idea. They had no idea. I said, <laughs> prime example, I used to work at a retail store and me and my friend, we came up with this name, Wig. The name was, no, the name was Mop. It was one call, it was one girl called Wig. We saw about her and another girl called Mop. These people, if I said, oh, who's Wig, who's Mop? Nobody at the job would know. But we knew why we called them these names. So if I say, oh, Wig said this to me today and I told Mop, da 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 da, Wig and Mop literally standing right next to us. <laughs> but they don't know. <laughs> oh my God, that was like one of the best things. Like, nicknames and then another nickname that i used to come up with for my friends was kohan so if i say oh yeah he's like oh you know he's giving kohan or not giving we, we didn't say he's giving we was just like oh he just like kohan or you know or he got kohan shoes on that was their way of knowing okay he know how to dress you know like he don't just wear jordans and the he know how to wear you know at the time chelsea boots nice pants blazers you know like stuff like that <sighs> And that's pretty much all you needed to get me, like, or to get, to get my attention. And then once I, and then I got over that. I was like, okay, you know what? Like, that's, after a while, like, that doesn't matter to me. It just mattered about, you know, the person at heart. Like, you know, who you are deep down inside. Like, are you, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't know if men, and this is just me being curious. I'm not a man basher, you know? I'm not a man basher. But I'm more curious than I am upset. I'll put it that way. I do look at men very differently now. Ever since my last ordeal, I haven't dated or looked at it or thought about anybody, right? Because I've just been so, like, I don't want to say traumatized, but it really shook me up. And it, made, and, it, and, it, and it shook me up really good, though, like, for the, for the better. Like, yeah, it was hard to get past it, but it shook me up for the better because it kind of, like, you know, like, you grab somebody by their by um, <laughs> shirt and you shake the shirt. Like, it kind of did, like, that to me because it was like, wake up, you know? Like, this is... Like the things that you consider, the things that you said was your standard and the things that actually make you fall in love with somebody or the things that actually really get you don't align, you know? 
you shouldn't be able to give me to kiss you if, you know, if there's something that I said was a standard for me and you did not do it, or if there's a red flag, you know? The minute I see an inconsistency, it either gets called out and we talk about it and you acknowledge it and we and you do better and we move on, or you're going to keep doing it, you know? And now, I would say within this last year, from 2020 to now, I would say that I've learned, I've, I can now, like I said, I can look at a guy or look at a person and can kind of tell. And I'm not saying I judge a book by its cover, because I'm going to still give you a chance. I'm going to still give you a chance. But, like, even on Hinge, and again, this is kind of like judging the book by its cover. I acknowledge that. But on Hinge, I could look at a guy, and he could dress the way I like men to dress. Go to, okay, he went to the school. Oh, he got an MBA. Oh, he's 6'2". Great. Like, everything checks off. But then I'm looking at, I'm looking through the pictures, and I'm like, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know him. Like, it's something that, it's just something that comes over me, like, I know him. Like, I've seen this before. Like, you know, like, same, like, um, same food, different packaging, basically. It's just the packaging is just different, you know? And I think as women, once we realize that, I'm not, and it's the same thing for men, too, you know? If you are who you are, you are going to have a certain type of, you are going to kind of attract a certain type of people, you know, a certain type of person. But you have to know who's who. Like, you have to know, okay, is this the same BS, different packaging, you know? Or is it something really real and different? So that's, that's kind of like where I'm at. It's like, I could look, like I said, I could look at a guy. He could have everything, dress nice. You know, he got vacation clothes. He got hanging out with his friend's clothes. He got taking, din- like going out to dinner clothes and, you know, whatever. Master degreed up, good job. But it's like, you're not going to treat me right, you know? I could listen to some of the, sometimes I could listen to the way a guy talks about music or where a guy just talks about or a, a person I'm, I keep saying guy but a person talk about something like for example somebody would like this happens a lot where let's say like I'm like, okay I'll get to know this person and they say that they're into something or that they do something for a living and they won't know that I do that too for a living or that I know a lot about that and then they'll do things, and I'm just like, oh, I thought you did this. Oh, I thought you knew about this. And they'd be like, oh, well, my man's knowing, and I'd just be around him, so I'd be seeing it. It's just like, oh, okay, so you don't know, you know? And it's just like, that was what made me like you. So you know, it's, it'd be stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, dang, like, so you're not who I thought you were. And I'm not saying that, oh, it's okay, you know, to just get mad over one thing and then move on. But it's like, sometimes it'd be, it'd be something that, I was like, oh, like that was like the main thing that I was kind of using to kind of not keep this going. But, you know, this is my fault, too, because why am I holding on to this one thing? Like, it should be more than one thing that I actually like about you, you know? So I have faults in this, too. Like, I take definitely take uh, blame for the way that I choose men. Um, But on Twitter, they always posting stuff like like people who like you back. And I'm just like, well, he's acting like it right now. So (laughs) I guess we'll. I guess whenever I feel like he doesn't like me, I'll stop liking him back. But by then it's way too late. And we all know that. We all know by the time we realize it's always way too late. You know? So that's kind of where I'm at now. It's like, and you know, my dad may ask or somebody may ask, like, why are you single? And I'm just like, because a lot of people I've been coming across is just the same person in different packaging. That's the only way I could put it there, you know, put it. And it's like people... 
I feel like because of the aspect of social media, maybe with or without social media, people... See, here's the thing. With social media, we thought that we were going to be able to really know the truth about people. But I feel like people are lying more than ever. So, you know, before, before social media, and I'm not blaming all of our social issues on Instagram and Facebook, no. But I feel like people now go above and beyond to lie. Um, which, is, which is really weird because, like I said, I don't know if we're still in the age of Aquarius. I feel like we are, but where things come to light, and a lot of things have been coming to light for a lot of people, especially a lot of black people. We are starting to realize a lot of things that are just wrong. Um, and, I, and I'm loving this, this, this movement of enlightenment. People want to be educated. People are trying to find things out and trying to get, get real, genuine information. Um, but yeah, social media did the opposite that I thought it was going to do. I thought it was going to like really make people just, you know, be real. You're going to find out more. We could literally talk to celebrities. That was never a thing before. But because now everybody, I guess, is so reachable, now I feel like people put more, even more fronts up, you know? I don't know. But because I'm not the type of person who's just like, oh, people are faking it online. I'm like, of course you're faking it online. Like, why would I tell you? To, why would I let you know that I don't got a car? Like, <laughs> like why, would I, why would I make you think? I mean, people know I don't drive. I don't got my license. So I don't care about stuff like that. But it's just like, if somebody has a car and they don't have no more because they can't afford it, why would I tell you that? Why would I not just tell you? Why would I not just wait until you see me with the new car? Because all people want to do anyway is just talk about you. They want to know, okay, you don't have the car no more, or you lost your apartment, or you lost, you lost your house. Okay, great. Now we can talk about that. It's not because they want, to, they want you to be real. No, they just want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm so over that sentiment. I'm rambling. But um, that's, that's kind of where I am in life, is like really being, um, really being, taking off the rose-colored glasses, lenses, and just looking at people for who they really are. I used to wear rose-colored glasses all the time. That's why, that's why every time somebody sees me, I'm always so freaking happy. Like, I'm always younger. People say, like, why are you so happy? Why are you so this? I'm just like, because. You could either look, look at life for what it really is, or you could just pretend like none of this is happening. <laughs> you know, you choose, you choose your, your level, level of difficulty. You choose, like, easy, medium, or hard. Like, um... But yeah, I'm just, I'm just having, I'm having more fun going out with friends, meeting new people, meeting new friends, making new friends. That's like my, that's like my thing right now. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold y'all. I do want, you know, intimacy and someone just to like, someone who, you know, wants to be with me and they see a life for us and they have a plan. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's what I want. But it's like... When I, when I went through my last situation, I couldn't even think about a piece of clothing. And clothing makes me happy. Yeah, there's times where it feels a void, but ultimately, fashion is my passion on the side, you know? It's always been. Um, and we talked about that last episode, but where are we now? Okay. I'm going to wrap up soon, but it was, you know, after the situation, I couldn't even, I would go on Instagram and I spend, I don't spend a lot of time posting pictures. But I spend a lot of time on the Explore page and going and then uh, finding new brands, finding new brands. There's certain people that I follow who always put me on to a new brand. Like I follow this girl. Not, yeah, she's pretty, but I follow her because she always put me on to a new brand and then that's going to pop off soon. You know, and stuff like that, like whatever. Because we all know Gucci, Dior, Prada, all that stuff, but there's other fire brands that's out there that cost 
just as much or a little less and you know it's it's just better like just better in terms of like aesthetics um and it was a time like that time period when I was like trying to get over the, you know the person it, I couldn't even I couldn't even do that I couldn't even do the things I didn't even I couldn't even start doing the things that I enjoy to even distract my as a, even as a distraction it was just so bad like I was just like, yo, I can't think, I can't even think of an outfit. I can't even think of what shoes I'm going to buy next. And these are things that make me happy. These are my interests. You know what I mean? Your interests could be whatever it is. These are my interests. It may, it may seem materialistic. People who know me at heart know I'm not materialistic. And that's that. That's, that's where I'm going to end that on, you know, that. Um, but they know I like the, the rush of, you know, putting something that's together that looks great. And there were mornings and weekends and afternoons where I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do the things that I liked. I like to make mood boards and, and vision boards and stuff like that on Canva. I couldn't even open the app, you know? So it was a lot of things that I was going through that it just, it just took me out. And I do not like that feeling. That's my biggest fear going forward, you know? Because, you know, love is all about risk. But is, is, is it a risk I'm willing to take? I'm not really sure, man. <laughs> I'm just not really sure. A lot of these people out here are just the same thing. A new packaging, and while I do try to my best to practice hypergamy, you know, men, dudes with money also treat you like crap too. You know, yeah, you may get spoiled, yeah, you get picked up in a nice car, but it's like, is he opening the door for you? Is he considerate when you voice your concerns? You know, is he or she like, is he or she like? actually listening to what you're saying and wanted, wanted to do better or are they just telling you that you're complaining? I can't, I can't stand being ignored and ghosted or, t- or my feelings invalidated. Those are like two big things that make me crumble. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to have someone who is in control of that again. You know? And I know I talk about this a lot, but it's just something that's been on my mind um, a lot. And it's because, you know, things that I'm seeing and Stuff like that. Like, look at Tristan and um, Chloe. Sometimes I'm just like, yo, if these rich people don't have any other problems besides where they're booking their notification, I don't know, like, what's with rich people's problems. I mean, if you're not paying your taxes, that's one thing. But other than that, it's like, what real problems do they have, you know? And I'm not going to minimize their lives because we don't know what happens behind closed doors. But it's like, most problems that people have, you need money to fix. And they have that. And they still just throw it all to shit, you know? Like, it's just like, why do you, how many kids do you need? Chris Brown, like, how many baby mothers do you need? Like, how many dark nights are you having? I'm not saying that, you know, the the women that he's having babies with are ugly, but it's just like, how many, like, are you purposely, like, doing this? Like, are you going around impregnating women as if you're some sort of incubator or, or as if they're some sort of incubator? Like, I'm just like, what, like, what are you doing? I don't know. It's like, I don't know what it is with, with anyway, we're not going to get into that. But it's, it's just, I just can't be, I can't be in those type of situations. And a lot of what, what I'm seeing now, like I said last podcast, a lot of things that men have to offer, I could do with my friends. So I'm going to go hang out with them. But, um... I haven't done this in a long time, but follow me at, uh, on Instagram at Jen, J-E-N, period, Sinclair, S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R. And um, 
follow me there if you want to see me looking pretty. Um, follow the pod at IHTH pod on Instagram. Shoot me a DM if there's something that you want me to bring up, talk about. Um, I know I owe some people an episode or, you know, a continuation of the episode and we're going to get there. Uh, but other than that, I really hope this helped. I hope to also change up some of my content too. There's other things I want to talk about, but I know that a lot of, I've noticed that a lot of things that I see is because of the social media platforms that I'm on and that everyone's on those platforms. And I don't want to talk about things that people feel like, okay, well, I don't know what they're talking about, you know? Because so, there's things on TikTok and Twitter that we want to talk about, but I know a lot of my pe- people that listen to me, they're not on those apps. So, but yeah, feel free to reach out. And I hope this helped. Talk to you guys next week.